0: Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you uh, for the message in that song that you'll do it again. I, I, I want to pray, I want to speak encouragement to each and every one of us uh, to be encouraged, to be strengthened. And the way that song starts, it, it, is, it is it's it was overwhelming the first time I heard it because it as he's saying, it's like I've been marching around these walls. And I was thinking, like, God, how long do I got to run around this church? How long um, do we have to do it? You know, we, we keep thinking that, and then we think, like, the miracle's passed. But the, the miracle's usually right in front of us. And it's usually just blessing us, and, and we're looking for something else. And God says, listen, if you hadn't done that part, man, you'd have been sitting in some tragedies. You'd have been sitting in the midst of some 911s. So don't ever underestimate just because what you think you don't see. Trust me in what you don't see. And you know what it says? You don't see your, your siblings. And you don't see the things that, uh, that, that could have died or the accidents that could have happened. And, and the things that, that probably should have happened but didn't happen. And you don't see the things that, 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 that didn't go down for you because you're still here. So, Lord God, I thank you. Help us to see you. But, and, and, and then, Lord God, as we see you move. You move mountains. I know that I know that I know. I'm gonna see you do it again. I I don't know what I don't know what the mountain is in our minds. The mountain is in our emotions. I, I just know that I know you're gonna do it again. I pray for our children. 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 Father, move mountains from deception. Move mountains of, of, of inconsideration, Lord God. Those, those mountains of pride. Move it, Lord God. I've seen you do this in me. I know you can do it in my babies. I know you can do it in their lives. I know, Lord God, that I know, 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 I know it's gonna do be done again. And Father God, I just thank you. We don't limit ourselves spiritually and start questioning how, whether God can do it. God is the God of the impossible. So Lord God, we take our faith there. We refuse to let anyone talk us out of believing that my God can do all things. And what is impossible with man is possible with God. I am not gonna live another second afraid to step out on the most outrageous belief the outrageous faith, the out beyond the doctor's ability to know, beyond anything to anyone to know. I'm gonna step out. I, I gotta have that move that, that the earth was without form and dark. That's the as I'm stepping out on that kind of faith and knowing, Lord God, you can move and put things in place that never existed under the microscope, under the identity of what the world could see. Lord, I know that I know that you can move mountains mountains, Lord God. I know that I know this, Lord. So Father, we gather up our children, we gather up our family spiritually and mentally and emotionally, and we believe we receive right now. Lord, move this block of fear, move this block of doubt, move this block of unbelief, Father, that that we may see the hand of God in a mighty and amazing way. And so Lord, we praise you, we thank you for it, And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You may want to lead them out. I mean, I don't know how you're going to get. You think? What would you do? All right. Watch your... Amen. You guys, uh, go and stand to your feet, grab your Bibles or or cell phone, whatever you, and I know why I keep thinking we have specific things we have to follow on, but we got it and repeat after me. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be and I can do what the word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power and not let the loss. get left. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. We're going to... preach about knowing who God is, you know, and, and sometimes it gets easy to forget, I guess, or we can become so emotional. We don't say it right. How about that? Let me just say that for now. It's like we didn't forget that there was a God, uh, but sometimes we can mislabel and then when we mislabel who God is. We disable our faith in who we, in what God has called us to be. And so It's son of the living God. He's son of the living God and knowing who God is. So in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 13 through 18, it says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah's or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, but whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto, unto thee, I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, right? And so it's an identity. And, and, you know, we're living in a society now that's trying to re-identify God. You know, they're, 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 you know will say just anything about, you know, I can get to heaven this way, and get to heaven that way. No, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I think it was interesting, too, that Jesus then asked them, who do you say that I am? The people that have been walking with him. Isn't that amazing? Like, that means that we can be walking with God and really don't know him. Oh, okay, man, that's right. Yeah, it can be you get to the point, right, where he asked the disciples, but what do you say? You know, you got your scripts. You got your scrolls. You care, you know, what do you say? And sometimes the church, if we start trying to agree with the world, we'll quit saying who God really is just so that we can get along with people. Remember, we've been saying just because I don't go along with you don't mean I can't get along with you. But if you choose not to get along with me because I won't go along with you, I, that's your choice. Who do you say God is? And again, especially when times get rough, right? This is one of those times. I know we're, that's one of the things I love when I was talking to my sister because I'm being like, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're burying your son. And she says, God is still God. And God is still good. She said it about 30 times. She says God is still God. And God is still good. And, and that's when you know, right, your, your faith in, based on whether things are okay and whether things are comfortable. That's when you know you really are serving God when things don't go your way and he's still God and he's still good. He's son of the living God. He's not, I don't know where you are, God. You the God dismissing missing you, MIA God. No, he is God and God is still good. And, and we have to be able to understand that and have to be able to, to, to pull that part of us together. Uh, and so, but it, it, it kind of, Peter could say what he said because he had a close relationship with God. You know, if you haven't seen God in a while, it's going to be hard to identify God when things hit. Uh, Matthew, I mean, John 16, 33 says, in this world, you have tribulations, be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And Psalms 30 and 5, weeping man, do it for a night, but joy comes in the morning time, right? God, I sure need mourning. morning. I need some morning to come. And in the, even in the, in the midst of anything you may be going through, please do not mislabel God. Don't call God the God of your sickness. Don't call him the God of your disease. Don't call the act of God when there's a tornado, which is wrong. Um, and so we, but they wanna mislabel who God is. And so his, his, uh, Peter's response was inspired by his relationship with God, right? And in in Romans, it says, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Nothing shall separate me. And I, I just, I just think like at, at a time, just because things are not going my way, that doesn't mean I can't, stay that Jesus is the way, right? I got to stay with that, and I got to stay with what God has said. So if we are not close to God, there's a danger of getting too close to the world and identifying God through the wrong lenses, right? And, and, you know, if even you talk with people, been in ministry for a while, when things don't go well, people tend to go re-identify with God or or re-identify with with themselves. And, And so we're living in a day now, like, there's so much, I mean, who shoots someone about a cigarette? right? So that means so much evil. So I pray over our kids and over us as well. You know, uh, you don't react to the, you react differently because I tell you I don't have something. So that's the way you do it. So I pray over our response to people that we recognize evil, we recognize sin, but we got to speak covering over each, over each other. You know, it's just simple as that. That means the devil is so active in this world, it's screwed up people's minds so much it's actually, what, it's, it's, I'm, I'm actually quoting my sister. It's that she goes, that was pure evil. That was not another young black man shooting my son. That was pure evil out of that. So if pure evil's out there, we need to be purely good, right? We need to be walking holy. We need to be walking upright and just before God because that's the only thing. So how do we overcome evil with good? We overcome evil with good and he'll he'll take care of the rest so uh it and is and it's that relationship with god that brings us close that helps us keep it so i mean obviously the world's trying to redefine love love is love yo no it isn't god is love right god is love we we, we find his word we, we get there and and they're trying to redefine love sin and faith so our recognition of god must be as loud as the misrepresentation that the world is trying to give and I, my recognition, oh, my God is the living God. Jesus died and rose from the grave for me to be born again. I'm saved. I'm going to heaven. And, and you too need to know about God and his goodness. He too can bring you through tough times. He too can, can, give, can give something in your mouth and give something in your, in your gut, right? When, when you know that nothing's just going right, you don't have any billboards to help you set, but you have God built within to help you speak. Like God, all things are possible. I know things are possible. The strength of building the church rests in the confession of believers. Uh, no matter how much people try to talk about confession, it, 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 and I'm not talking about going and telling somebody your sins, I'm, I'm talking about you confessing the word. Okay. And you confessing that God is able. To do something, and, and I'm I'm just running into this more and more when we start talking about God is big enough to do a miracle, God is great enough to do a miracle. We have good, well-meaning, either studied too much to get it all confused to try to talk you off your faith, so that you'll be aligned with their text mentality. In other words, they they rather you just go by with the with the with the status quo. And I, I think like, like just as I had him play that song, what would you do if God walked into the room? How would you pray? How would you shout? How would you fellowship if he's in the room? And, and then, then as the song goes, he's here right now. Right? And so this is exactly what I would do. Right? Because that's part of my relationship with God. Um, and so we give that, we give that whole part. So confess the word. Speak the word over your situation. I am blessed and it can't be reversed. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want you. You confess that my children are trained up in a way that they should go. They won't depart from it. I got a sound mind. I got, you know, just you, you gotta speak the word over you or something's going to steal your sentences and then sentence you, right? What God has put together, let no man pull apart. You know, you, you, you keep it going. My body is healed, my body is blessed, my body is fruitful, my, my mind is alert, my heart is receptive. you just, you keep it going. And if anybody try to take that out of you, uh, just push them to the side, but keep speaking, right? Push them to the side and keep speaking. There, are Some fight's not worth having, all right? You ever, uh, not y'all, I have been in a situation where I didn't wear the right clothes when a fight broke out. Anybody keep an extra pair of tennis shoes in the car just in case? Not y'all? Okay. I didn't keep a pair this one time. It's, by the way, if you're preparing for a fight, nine times out of 10, you're going to find one, right? And, and there are times where we kind of preload our responses before they ever, anything ever happens. And I got to know that I'm walking in victory with God and not preparing to fight the things in this world, right? So just, just even though, I mean, if you guys seen this in the news, they're having to put together a special task force because the amount of people being shot from road rage. It's speak over a land, y'all. Speak over a land. It's just, just come on, there's, there's a lot going on. I don't know what to pray. How about pray for <laughs> that the evil in this world don't overtake the good? You know, we overcome evil with good. So the strength of building church is keeping your confession about the real Christ and the hope that it brings to a lost and dying world. In Genesis chapter three and verse four through six, and the serpent said, said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die for God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open and ye shall be as gods knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave, unto all, gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. So again, Satan's whole goal is to re-identify God or attack the character of God. God doesn't mind. It's not bad, it's not wrong. And God's like, will it reach anybody? Will it, will it bless anyone? If my response is, it's not that bad, but is it any good? You know, and, and so we come back that, what is it that I say? Am I still saying by this son of the living God, am I still knowing who Christ is? Who, who do I say that God is? I say that God is the one that permits me uh, out of the way of his perfect will. And I want to be a part of his perfect will. Satan chased after the identity of God when he was tempting Eve and when she lost sight of the living God, she disobeyed and did description. If You go back to Matthew chapter four, verse one through four, he's doing the same thing with Christ. He's doing the same thing with Jesus and saying, hey, do this in your strength. So he said, throw yourself down and you, could, you won't hurt yourself. Turn this rock in. And, he's trying to get, and what he was trying to do, do it without God. It's exactly what his goal was. Do this and do it without God, and, and you'll see that at work. Even the most simple thing, don't do nothing without God, right? Pray about everything. Just, just pray about everything. Just, just cover your mind, cover your heart, pray about it all. And because that was the only way he could do it. He knew he couldn't come with him with, did God really say? So he wanted Jesus to do what Jesus could do. He could throw himself down and not die. He could turn this, this rock into bread. He could do that, but that ain't what God wanted him to do. And I think too many times we do good, but we don't do God. That's a, that's a rough place to be because not everything that looks good is really God. No, it's, it's not. Thank you all for the pregame warm-up for next week because, by the way, the funeral will be outside, so you all already know. The sweat shall be living. Be a good time to do an altar call then too. Uh, <laughs> so we want to make sure we live loudly for God. Uh, this is done by honor, honoring what God has said in His Word and not allowing the popularity of this world to change it. And to stick with the Word of God. We we have a. a, 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 a a message, right, that, that God has given all of us that I've received Christ and I'm born again. I'm going to spend eternity with, you know, that's our message. That's our message with us. And, and there are times that uh, I've even seen people where they take and let little things drive them away from that message. And stick with that. Nothing can snatch you out of the hands of God, right? And then he you can't pluck. They can't pluck you out. That's why the devil don't try to pluck you out. He just try to pluck while you in there and try to get you to think outside of the hand of God because he knows he can't take you out of the hand of God. But if he can get you thinking out the window, right, he he, he can get what you can't have. You you got what he can't have, so he tries to take you away from it. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 through 8. It says, let your conversations be without covetousness uh, and be content with such things as you have for he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Remember them which are the rule over you, you have spoken un, that, that have, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever, right? So again, he drops in there, don't fear right? And then keep the message. Same yesterday, today, and forever. And I've actually had people, you know, witnessing to them. You know, it's, it's coming to a time where, where the re- religion's going to go away forever. I was like, they've been trying for years. They've been trying for decades, for centuries. They, you know, it isn't. God doesn't go away. He's eternal. They go, oh yeah, it, it'll be a season, probably a million years from now. I said, Typical is what you would believe something that's going to happen a million years from now that that would actually happen. Listen, you need to believe on Christ today because he's eternal. So you can't even put a number by what God is and how long God has been here. That is what lifts us up. That's what encourages. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Right? Uh, we can't allow new culture to make changes about faith that doesn't honor the word of God and what he has already spoken, right? If I, if I let the culture take away our faith, uh, trust me, we, we would already been down that hill, down that hill. We would have already been in, in the wrong place at the wrong time, doing the wrong stuff. And so we want to make sure that our faith is, stays in that place that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If I received him now, he's with me till the day I die and beyond, right? right. That is no, uh, what is that? No toy story. Um, infinity and beyond. Let me just get that out of my head so I don't say it anymore. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, that's his name. The great prophet Buzz Lightyear said to infinity and beyond. I, there, that that won't go over well next Saturday. God is consistent, right? And his unchanging hand is what keeps us steady through a world that is unsettled about faith. So his hand is unchanging, and even in an unsettled world, stick with the unchanging hand, right? I mean, it is is, uh, easy to get hateful, angry, Fearful, right? Doubtful, What other fool can we? wonderful, <laughs> you know, let's pick a good one in there. You can get full, uh, and, and, and then we, 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 we chase it back. So, so even in the cool thing, and, and I know it's about family stuff, but just forgive me. I mean, the funeral will be over next week. But uh, as I talk with my mother and she's coaching my sister through this because she's been through it of how to trust God, how things are going to hit your system. When you wake up and realize your son still isn't going to be here. Like she's talking her through that. Now, my mom's supposed to be losing her memory, by the way. But she's not. So when it comes to speaking of spiritual things, and she was telling her, you cannot be afraid. You cannot be afraid. If you become afraid, that's going to keep you pushed down. I'm not telling you to ignore your emotions. I'm telling you to respond to them. Right? I will say that to us, right? No matter what they're saying, quit watching the news, by the way, but, but you got to quit responding to fear in a way that it overtakes you, right? Fear torments. And this is what my mom was telling me. It can become a, an activity almost demonic if you allow it to go for too long. And she was explaining that, and also my sister started repeating that, like, right? Because it's one thing to hear the message, but if you never obey it, it doesn't matter, right? There's, there's thousands of scriptures. It's the ones that lived, that are lived, that makes a difference, right, in that person's life. So I, I can know the Bible, I can know it, and not live it, right? And so we, we wanna make sure we know it. So who, who do you say Christ is? Who do you say Christ is when, when things are not working out? Who is he? Son of the living. John the Baptist had a problem with Jesus. He was in jail. I'm sure y'all remember this, right? Because you've read this. See, John the Baptist said, is he the one or should we wait for somebody else? Would you dare ever say that to Christ? Are you the one? He comes back, sword hanging out his mouth and all the stuff he is. And are you the one? So I was waiting for a different vehicle. He was locked up. And, and Jesus said, you go tell him what you see. The dead raise, the blind see, the deaf hear. I am the one and just because you're in prison and you're going to die where you are, that doesn't change who I am. Love it that when, when the Bible asks us to, to be what Christ tells us to be, and we think it doesn't go our way, really, that's exactly the way God needs for it to go. And that's tough. It takes some maturity right? As I said last week, it, it takes a lot of courage to be thankful, right? And we've been asked, you know, until, until, until things were said, man, y'all are awfully quiet today. Until things were said, like, be thankful. You know, when things are going wrong, isn't it tough to just go, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're in a hot, heated argument. Thank you. I still got a wife to argue with. <laughs> I'm not thinking that. I'm thinking that. Why don't you just get along with the truth that I'm right always? Um, because she's like saying the same thing, but it's tough. But God says you need to be thankful because being thankful brings peace to your mind. You may not be winning an argument, but you're winning the fellowship with God. Be thankful, be thankful, generate that thankfulness be, be thankful and that's why the the confession part is important and if someone takes the word out of your mouth because they maybe they're critical of you I, I listen I can I can imagine not being married to pastor Reed. I just I mean my goodness to somebody that's full of scriptures full of love full of prayer full of compassion you know what I mean like I just can't even I, I mean I'm not trying to judge but I got the best one I'm sorry I mean, and then you can say that about your wife, and so, and if you don't, I'm winning anyway. But um, you want that, you need that person that can be able to get you through not just what's physical, but what can't be seen, you know? And, and so just her prayer life, just, just the way she is, just, just keep her the way she is, even though she sent me looking for stars. By the way, when your kids get out of that class, please let me know if they got a star. Spent a solid hour running around waiting on doors to open looking for doggone stars. So you, you, you better have one. Um, and she better not bring them home either. So I need a star for my attitude. God will stand by and stay by what he has spoken because it will help us endure to the end. So I, I got to make sure I don't ask God to change his word just because of my attitude. Or change his word just because of my situation. Because if he changes his word because of my situation, he becomes a liar. He no longer can be God. Right? And he, he, sometimes he just tells us to walk through. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1 through 4. Beloved, believe not every spirit. Everybody say amen. But try the spirits whether they are of God. Right? You can actually have a spiritual move that is not from God. That's why it says try it. Hey, well, how do I know the difference if it don't line up with the word of God? If that spirit makes you do anything but have faith, if that spirit makes you afraid, if that spirit makes you angry, if that spirit makes you fear, you tried it and no, you can't stay. All right? It says, so this is not me. This is the Bible saying this. Try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. That's pretty simple. If they say Jesus is coming in the flesh, they're of God. If they don't say it, they're not of God. Usually, it's not that easy, right? It's usually something that's trying to drag us into something that'll please our flesh instead of just honoring God. So you, you have to test it according to the spirit, right? And, and so if it doesn't confess Jesus Christ as living God, coming to flesh, it's not of God. And this is that, that spirit of the antichrist, right? So the antichrist, who, who, <laughs> whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. is in the world. Ye are of God, (laughs) little children that have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So then it encourages us, right? It tells you all the spirits that are out there, not every spirit is of God, but the ones that are of God do this of God, but ye are of God. You are, and you've overcome them. So you don't have to succumb to them. You've overcome them, right? So you've got to walk in victory. That means you're going to have to fight off some things. You're going to have to fight off some mindsets. You're going to have to fight off some mentalities. That what you would normally do, and, and, and I just uh, finished this book on trauma and, and because, because we're going into this season where we're dealing with kids and, and working with kids and, and how your brain can get turned upside down. And you don't think from the top down. You think from the bottom up. And from the bottom up, the bottom is that's your, that's your feelings. That's your emotions. That's your reactions. That's so where the th- Top down says you think from the smart part of your brain that says, before you do this, think about this. And if that gets upside down in your thinking, you're going to think reactionary more than that. And we're talking about this with, with, with kids that have been, you know, as ADHD and, and all that stuff. And what's happened is because they, it's basically it's saying What happened to you that turned your mind upside down? Again, like when we come into these, these places of, of, of what we've kind of worked with and what God has called us to do, and you, when you start to feel your mind, always jump into conclusions. You know that exercise, not CrossFit, but jump into conclusions, the new fit for people of faith. If you can think about fear and if you've ever had times where you couldn't change your mind, so obviously you already know how to meditate, not just meditate on the things of God. But when that mind is turned upside down, you are just reacting, reacting. You're not thinking it through and you'll have a pattern of thinking it through. And God didn't create you to be upside down, right? Second Timothy one, seven, God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, right? That means he didn't turn it upside down. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't make us to use it upside down. He to make it, use it upside down, and, and and even the last case, last last statement about this funeral thing, and then we're done. When when they put the 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 suspect's picture, and cell number, and relatives online, that's when I knew this thing is all about evil, and we need to pray, because that was a setup to keep violence going. My prayer was, God, hide this from any of our relatives that don't know how to think right. Hide this from anyone that may go and do more harm and, and try to say, I'm going oh, to pay evil for evil. Two wrongs don't make good. And somebody's got to be mature, right? And when I saw that, I went, okay, this is wrong, this is wrong. And, and I start praying for, for him. The suspect, and, and I start praying for their family. I'm praying protection that don't let this go to the wrong people. Don't let this get out there. I pray protection over him in his cell, protection over him. Like, like, again, the Bible says, bless those who curse you, render good for evil. And again, we can say all those things, but we need to be able to live all those things when it happens. Right? Because I don't want to get to heaven, and God said, You said a lot. You just never did any of it. What would you do if he walks into the room? I right? like, like the Campbell soup we're having this morning. Mmm, like, mmm, mmm. Maybe good.
1: In order to ignite
0: the greater one within within us, we can't give in to greater number of opinions that disagree with God. Um, I know you guys are y'all are sound mind. But I too have to fight off extra voices. right? not y'all y'all got one steady. It's just you and the Lord. I have an H E B voice. I have a Walmart voice. Cut the grass voice, take out the trash. Love my kids voice, not love my kids voice. And the Bible says cast down every evil imagination not some of them every one of them parents we have to cast down every evil imagination about our kids that something may happen to them bad is not going to follow bad faith will follow faith glory to glory to glory to god that we honor god in that quit looking for something to go wrong and go with the one that's going right Trust in God with all your heart, soul, mind, and body. Lean not on your own understanding, Proverbs 3 and 5 says. And an iron sharpeneth iron. Your strength is going to sharpen others. Right? Don't become soft, soft in your faith. Speak strong. Walk great and see God do great things among people. Unsanctified mercy. I got to say this. Unsanctified mercy is when people get in the way of God's conviction. And instead of uh, speaking straight truth, what God is trying to do, we tend to try to get in the way and think that we're being merciful when God is trying to use conviction to get that person through. You know, be careful what you patting on the back. I said about people that uh, is in social media, be careful what you liking because you're giving approval to that behavior. Amen. man, I, I love the uploads. Um, but it's unsanctified mercy discipline. All right? who We'd have that might, uh, we're, you know, you're speaking direct truth and someone's jumping in because they want friendship instead of that person of mature, so God is wanting that maturity. Okay. That was, that was my last direction. All right. You guys bow your heads. Father, we just pray, and I thank you for each and every person here to know who you are in those times of struggles, mentally, emotionally, and physically. You're still the Christ, son of the living God. Even in the things that doesn't look well, that's not going right in my mind, but you're still Jesus Christ, son of the living God. Strengthen us, Lord God, to get that word back in our heart. Get that word back into our minds, especially, especially during our daily life. So if I do it daily, I know it's going to be there permanently. If I know it's going to be there permanently, it doesn't matter what the situation is. It's going to be there. I thank you for strengthening our voices, strengthening our faith, strengthening our confession, that our profession of faith, Lord God, will not be lacking in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And I thank you, Lord God, as, as a church family. Thank you for my church family. Lord God, that that forever holds Rita and I up uh, through these times, Lord God, as we continue to give back to them, to hold them up, to bless them. And so, Father, we thank you for watching over us, watching over our children. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. I, I had some spectacular immune booster juice ready. I was bringing it, and it spilled in the car. And Pastor Rita told me, maybe this is the day you shouldn't do it. I tried it anyway, and it didn't work. So there's no juice. So we won't be holding you up today, all right? But, But next time, next time we'll get you, all right? We love you guys. You're dismissed.